Hey! Hey! You are live now. Oh my! Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm great. How are you today? I'm good. Yay. What you doing? Hey, exciting. Tell me more about that. Because nowadays in our era, the millennial era, when people say this is the best generation, it's more like there's so much to offer that you can't but succeed because there's information available to you through any means, Google, Amazon, Yahoo, you know, iPhone, Android, it doesn't matter. So I think now when people understand the culture, and they adapt the earlier the yeah. better it is for them because yeah. you don't want to be in your late 60s and your all you're thinking about is 401k you know Where, when, where's that where's the 401k <laughs> right oh my so oh my. and kids are on youtube making thousands at 18 so millions, millions. i'm even undershooting it <laughs> Yeah, so millions, checks. So it's gotten to a point where now you have to understand what your market is, what you want to brand, and that's why... And 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 you see what you just said right there? That's what a lot of people don't even know. So so when I say the rich are getting richer, the people that are able to get online 
and dig these things out, you can continue to dig for information. You can be digging it for the next five years. And you and, and let me tell you, we have 365 days in a year, right? You yeah. can be digging it for 365 days times five and still not get mm. all the information that you need and still not know how to move forward and still not understand the three major markets and still not understand what um what how to get, hit their niche and yeah. how to really market themselves so this is the reason why i say you know what enough is enough already i see a lot of people that um i know and they're still like i gotta go get this nursing degree i gotta go get i hear you but the thing is, if you're doing that in order to be able to make money, there's so, so much more out there that you can dab into and make a killing. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to work a job that's going to be to the detriment of your marriage, the detriment of being there for your children. When you can build a business, they'll give you the financial freedom. Yeah, and then you can literally, you, you know, put your all in it for like the first one, two years, start to really make that money, and then retire your husband, or if it's a man that's that's doing it, retire your wife. You guys can travel all around the world and do whatever. You understand? That's that's what's gonna literally happen in the next five years. And I just see that a lot of our people is not they're not they haven't been positioned. They're not positioned. They, they, they're just like in La La Land. I, okay, I see you. I see what you're doing. But I'm going to continue to do me. And at the end of the day, you end up broke, frustrated, divorced, and all that craziness. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And I feel like we also don't have a, an educational system in place for culture where people at certain different stages of their lives need to take advantage of some things because everybody has one form of regret or not regret about something they should have done when they were younger but it's like for me like for example i produce music and i'm a drummer but i also used to take music theory classes but i didn't like reading theory and i didn't want to do keyboard so now i'm good at it but i would have been better if I sat down for an hour every day, <laughs> you know, doing it. But of course, learning is an evolution. It's a, it's a cycle. So you can always get back on it. So I think with the technology and the advancements today, there's so much that people need to be aware of so that they don't waste their twenties, their thirties, you know, their teens and be like, oh, okay, you know, cause people, people go to classes and they have experience, they have internships, they have, goals they have dreams but then they end up working where they, they're not happy and you do that for 10 years and then you you earn something that you know you'd have spent more time in and if you spend all that energy you spent somewhere else you'd have made a lot more where you are now because you're still going to end up in the same place you're right yeah you're right and um the another thing that I see about um, education is that I don't knock it. It's amazing, but I don't. I want people to go into like they're going to school. Go into school knowing that I'm here. I'll get a degree that may help me to get into the market that I really want to get into. I don't know whether I think the people that should be going to school maybe doc you know doctors 
their niche um, and, and maybe professionals like that but if you are a person who's extremely creative and um, you really eventually want to do great things in life maybe write a book maybe you know then school only works for those kind of people to be able to learn when to speak how to speak you know who to speak to how to compose yourself that's how i see college now because the thing is when you're in like let's say you're in a class and your professor's teaching you just can't jump up and just act any kind of way right you know that you got to be quiet your professor's teaching and then when your professor asks you for a question you know that i'm gonna raise up my hand i'm not just gonna shoot out words like so i think that's that's i think school is more for helping us know how to behave <laughs> that, that's what <laughs> i see college as i'm telling you it's a discipline because it makes no sense. yeah 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 you understand it, 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 it helps to tame whatever you have that's not it's negative in you it tames that a bit is what i see it as because by the time you finish your fourth year and you graduate you know how to carry yourself compose yourself properly you know when you know when you go into a job interview you you know depending on the type of job you know how to how to dress you know how to you know put your resume together you know when you get there how to talk to people in in that environment and i feel like that's what school does so i'm not going to tell people not to go yeah go but don't go with the expectation that you're going to come out with this degree and you got a, a JLB of 250000 waiting for you, 500000 waiting. No, that's when you do a business. Exactly. <laughs> that's when you build a business. That's not, that's not for school. Yeah, you got to think bigger mm-hmm. than that. Mm-hmm. Because people don't know there, there are things like angel investors. There are people like, mm-hmm. you know, people take loans, you know, for businesses. And number one thing, investors don't take loans because... When you do without a plan or when you do, it's a, the risk factors are higher than what you're putting yourself into rather than building relationships and building meaningful, you know, plans and strategies that you right. can say, okay, in the next three years, let's, let's get this milestone. And then yeah. five years later, let's get to X value. Yeah. You mentioned something a few minutes ago, which is, you know, getting along. Me personally, I would rather... And then this is, you know, you have to have this mindset shift. Me personally, I would rather somebody get a loan for a business plan that they have rather than getting a loan for school. Of course. Because <laughs> my thing is, and, 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 and a lot of people don't, they don't sit down to think of it like that. And the reason why I say that is because they would, you're going into school. You're going to either a two-year college or four-year college. Every year you needed a loan of some schools. Every year you needed a loan of about maybe $30,000 or more. Okay. You haven't finished the college. Before you come out of the college or university, you're already owing $120,000. They give you a degree. You're now looking, you take this degree, you're looking for a JOB that's going to start you off because you have no experience with maybe 28,000, 32,000, maximum 40,000. And you have to work your way up. And mind you, in that 40,000, you have rent. If you're still living with your parents, kudos. But you're, you're now out of college and you're still living with your parents, okay? 
which is that there's no problem if you're living there to try to save money. But you literally have to stay there until, if you ever could pay off that $120,000, you understand? And then now you finish school, you get a job, $40,000. Maybe after two years, they now give you an increase. They give you, okay, you you, you get promoted. Now you're doing $50,000. You're excited. So now you feel that because you're making $50,000 now, you can get an apartment of your own. So the apartment of your own, let's say, is $1,000 a month. $1,000 a month for the year, take out $12,000 already out of your $50,000, okay? Take out $12,000, and that has nothing to do with your feeding. It has nothing to do with your the gas in your car. If you have a car or you're using a train, your train pass, all of that. At the end of the day, you really don't see what the heck you're working for. You understand? So, but you still have this $120,000 over your head. Okay? But if you were to take out, let's say you sat down and you're like, you know what? This is, and 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 let's say they went through something like like I'm teaching right now, that I'm going to be teaching from the 9th, um, March 9th. And they figure out that, oh my God, I really like this. I can do this, okay? And and eventually they come and say, Rashida, you know what? I need you to be my coach. And I say, you know what? For me to be your coach is going to be 3000 or 5000 depending on the length of time I'm going to be spending with you. You know that many will not do it. Many will not do it. They will not go and say, oh my God, how can I get a loan to pay this woman so that I can grab every information that she has and I can make my own um, empire. I can build my own empire. No. But they will get a loan for a degree that will keep them <clears throat> I don't want to say captive. Oh, wow. <laughs> I tell you, you don't understand. I, I, I finished school, when did I finish I finished college in 1999. 1999. And um, by, the time, by, by the time I got the degree, I was excited. I went out there, started looking for work. And what I wanted to do, I didn't want to get stuck at one job for like, you know, three years or whatever, five years. Because it was the beginning of coming out of school. So I had learned that it's good for you to do temporary work for a while. So I'll do temp here with the law firm. I'll do temp there with the financial um, um, company, um, maybe Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley. I'll do temp for like maybe three months here, six months here, in order for me to gather a lot of experience. Yeah. And I did that for about a year and a half. And then I started working in Wall Street, and then boom, 9-11 happened. And I was a part of that. Oh, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm laser focused on, on, on my on my life, and this is what I want to do, and blah, blah, blah. And that year, I was supposed to, you know, be getting ready to go to law school, Brooklyn Law School. And boom, 9-11 happens, you know? And from there, my, everything in my life shifted. And when I say everything in my life shifted, it was because uh, 9-11. Because 9-11 did not happen. My current husband now, back then when he was trying to talk to me, I was like, boy, I ain't got no time. 
I got things to do. I got law school to finish. You know, come back four years. Come back three years. Maybe, you know, maybe by that time I'll be available. You know, and he tried and tried and tried. And I'm, wow. But when 9-11 happened, <laughs> the first thing I was like, where he at? <laughs> where you at? Okay, because if I would have died in 9-11... I don't have no, I didn't leave no seeds behind. I wasn't married. I didn't, nothing. I would have been gone. So that's what shifts, that just shifts my, my everything. But I said that story because the doggone degree that I received, and I came out of school because I went to a private one, a private college. So I came out of school with all of this debt, student loan debt. And thank God when 9-11 happened, I think for like a year or two, I didn't have to do any, you know, paying back or anything because I, I wasn't working. Wow. We're in 2020 now. That means I've had that degree for about what, 20 years? Damn. Yeah, 20 years. That degree, what I paid on that degree, that degree has not paid me that much till today. The amount of hundred and thousand dollars that I have to pay to receive that degree, that degree has not made that money for me going to work a job. Wow. Till today. You understand what I'm saying? Till today. So, and, and, it's all, and I have to stop. Because after a while, um, when I could not, when I could not handle the New York thing anymore because I would go out, I'm always afraid, I'm always thinking, you know, these people that that bombed down the World Trade Center, they're coming back, oh, oh my God, it it was just, I was just fearful of everything, I started getting acupunctures, I had to go to so many, you know, counseling, whatever, just to be able to understand that maybe this won't happen again, like, how, how do you know what happened again, so... After a while, my husband just took me out of, out of New York. So we moved to Georgia. Georgia was a more peaceful place for me. And getting here, you have this degree, looking for work, couldn't find work. So I'm like, you know what, let me, let me start. Let me look for, for a business. Let me look for something else to do. Um, eventually, my husband and I built a business. Uh, the power shipping, and we shipped all around the world. But there was something in me that was still telling me that I was not within my calling like money's coming in but you still have this thing where you're just not at peace you know right. like there's still something out there for me to do so once we got that business up and running itself I literally just told my husband like I, I want to do something else I want to do something that I can educate other people on and, and they can be great I've never been one of those souls they just want to be great and everybody else suffer you know yeah I'm making millions of dollars and, and you go ahead about your bad you continue to you continue to slave yourself over there I'm not that person because I feel like if I'm rich and everybody else is broke to tell you the truth I'm still broke why? because the people that are broke what do you think they're going to get to when, you ain't, when they need money? who do you think they're going to come to? You might Rashida, 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 Rashida. And I have a heart. I'll be feeling guilty that I have the money and I can't give it to her. So I might as well just teach you how to fish. Let me teach you how to fish. You can make yours. And we can all 
know, when it's time to travel, do you know how amazing it is to travel with your family, to travel with everybody? Of your siblings, your parents, you're able to pay their ticket and everybody just go and have a good time. It's amazing. It is. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing to look back and say, you know what, mom, dad, here's, here's $5,000 every month for your upkeep. Every month that you're giving them money, you're giving back. It's amazing. When you have a J-O-B, you, you can't, can't do you that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. So these days you see parents are suffering. Children are dying. If they ain't killing themselves and suicide and committing suicide, they are just mentally they're mentally destroyed. Why? Because parents are working so hard to give them this life that these kids don't even they don't even want this this life that you're trying to give them. That's not even what the children are looking for. They want you to be there. Exactly. They want you to be there. They want to come back from home and then there's a hot meal waiting for them. Not go get yourself some ham and cheese sandwich. It's ham and cheese sandwich inside the inside inside the fridge. You know, I left you five dollars on the table. Go find something to eat. Go. That's 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 the generation that 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 that, that, that that's what's happening with our children now. So when I started, um, when I told my husband that I needed to. Literally just, you know, find something I, I, I probably love to do. I got myself into the financial industry. Um, I, there was something that I'd already been doing before, like when I was in New York, when I did, when I worked Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley and did a lot of um, Wall Street stuff. I, so it was easy for me. But what made me choose that particular company, like there were two companies, one company, two companies came to me actually. But what made me choose the company that I was currently working for at the time, World Financial Group was Transamerica, was because they said I can bring a whole lot of people with me. Yeah. I can I can I can I can train people. I can teach them how to fish. I got excited. The other company, which was State Farm, was like, oh yeah, come, you know what? We're gonna get you, we'll, we'll, we'll get you an office. We'll do this, we'll do that. I was like, but can I recruit people? No. No, you can get, you can have a, you can have an office manager. But you can't recruit nobody. Oh, no, 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 I'm not interested. Cause that's, that's, that's a J-O-B. Exactly. I'm not interested. I want something where, you know, I'm, I'm gonna educate people. And I can also tell them that, look, if you're interested in doing this part-time, come on. And I'll help you. And in, in the three years that I was there before I finally stayed home with my children, I was not a joke. Even I knew I was, I was not a joke. Because once I find something that I love, you put your all in it. And I was putting so much in it that my husband saw how happy I was. My children, you know, like, I was, I was, oh gosh. But I knew that in one way, form or fashion, it was going to affect my my family. Why? Because when I wake up when I wake up in the morning and I drop my children off at school at about seven seven thirty, and then I have team meetings. I have all that. You know, we have team meetings. We have you know the game plan that we're going to be having for the day, and then in the evenings is when you know couples are home. So I will go and do interview. Uh, I will go and do presentations in the evening. I don't get home till about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. At night? So, at night, yeah. Every night. 
every night and check me out. And then Saturday morning, I have to leave the house at eight o'clock because leadership meeting starts at nine, from nine to about nine thirty, ten, and then the group whatever starts at ten. And you know, as a leader, you gotta be there. The people that are following are looking at you, so you gotta be there. So there's no, oh, it's a Saturday, I want to be home with my kids, I want to, you know, take them um, ice skating or whatever, take them to the park, it was none of that. My mother-in-law was living, I had her come, like, Ma, look, Grandma, just stay with them. But my presence as a mother was not there, it was not, it was not there. And my husband, he, he, he was so happy that I found something that made me happy. So even though in, in a way form of fashion, he was suffering, he couldn't tell me so that it could it doesn't seem as if he didn't want me to rise you know how some women are oh you just don't want me to be great <laughs> wow you just don't want me to be great so um i i i did that the first year and a half i was i was actually the first black senior marketing director in the south whoa look at you in the south i i literally because i went in deep on Saturdays, I, I don't have time with my kids. On Sundays, bruh, I would get ready for church. Mind you, I would put my suit. I would put my suit and I hang it up in the car. Because as soon as we finish church, you know, we'll drive two cars to church. My husband would be my, my me, I'll have the kids and my husband drive by himself because he needed to bring the kids back home and I needed to go to, to, to appointments. That was my life for about three years. And when they would give me trophies and um, acknowledge, you know, my leadership and all of that and my team, it's a great feeling. But I had no idea in the back of my head that my family was literally going through it, you know. My husband would stay up at night. He'll, he'll be laying in bed. He won't sleep until he knows it. the garage is open and I'm, I'm I'm home. You know, the kids are knocked out. My mother-in-law would cook. So I don't like to eat junk out a lot. So I'll just take the food, take it upstairs in my room, eat it real quick, put it down, go to the bathroom, wash my face, get, up, get, it, get in the bed. You know? And that was my life. And that was my life. And that's why I look at a lot of women that are like, you're such a goal getter. You gotta go get it. There's nothing wrong with that, but we just have to slim it down a bit because our loved ones, though a lot of times they don't want to say anything, they're 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 they're, they're, they're the ones that suffering um, from from all that going around. Um, so when I got that phone call that my kids, my babies weren't doing well in school, that was my last day. What? That was my last day. It was hard. It was it was so hard. I cried because I had built a team. I had built a team. And one thing I always there's nobody falling, you know, by the cracks or or anything in my team. But once I knew that you were you were new and you're new to the team, it's a promise that we make to you. That within thirty days, if you're able to do ABC, we're able to get you to XYZ. And in 30 days, you were coming into my team. That's what you had to commit to. Right. And if you couldn't commit to these things, don't bother. 
because I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you and tell you, oh, yeah, everything you feel, oh, no, you, when you come in, no, 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 no. I'll let you know this is what I need from you, and this is what you're going to get from me. So for me to tell my people that I was no longer coming back to the office, oh, my. That's very deep. I'm glad that people will get to, you know, listen to this, understand, and get to know so that when they see you, they can relate and also say, okay, me too, or I also have my story, or, you know, let's 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 work it out. Let's get something going. Yeah. So, I also want people to know a little bit more about what you're going to cook for them, because people have been asking me. So guys, it's like, how do I even put this? Chef Rashida is an amazing cook. I've tasted her food too, so I'm not just talking because I see YouTube. You know, you see stuff on YouTube and you're like, oh, okay, okay. But it's like right now you're at this point where when you look at food and you taste food and you know that what you're seeing looks the same way it tastes, that's when you know that you are actually in... Yeah, it tastes the same way it looks. Like your eyes are the way your eyes are feeding right, you right, right. is the way your mouth will feed you. Yeah. So that's Chef Rashida. She's been on with 
countless of celebrities. I'm talking music soul child. I'm talking Monique. Um, I don't want to spill all the beans, but you know, let's let's get this food popping. So let me know. Tell them. Let me know. Let, let's um, let's well, have an understanding. You know what I decided to do. Yeah. I decided because you know, being that I I cook all the time. Yeah, that's my hobby. That's something I love to do. Being that I cook all the time. I can say this is what I want to do for you guys, but I really want them to say what they would like me to cook. And what I'm, I, what I'll do with that is on the on the event right, we're gonna have three options. Let's put three options out there. Let's have them, you know, click on which one they would like for me to cook, and then the greatest number win wait 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 you gotta run that back one more time <laughs> what yeah because the thing is if i say if i say i'm gonna make jollof rice and then people come and they're they're expecting a furry roll which is a spinach or whatever so let's give them the the, the opportunity to, to to decide what they want me to cook Okay. I, mean, I can cook all things, you know. Okay. But let them decide what they want me to cook. So I'll be able to say, okay, um, the winner, not the winner, but the, the, the winning um, meal for that evening is bam. So let's uh-huh. do that. Yeah. So do Let's you want to give us a list of names and then like we can oh, put them out? Me. Yeah, we can start putting them out like from tomorrow and ask right. the people, you know, what foods and then you post it, I post it. You know, we let right. the people know. Some of the people who got the tickets already, they should let their friends know. And right. before you know it, there's a conversation going. Right, okay. So we can either do jollof rice and um, stew chicken. We can either do jollof rice or stew chicken um, with plantains, okay, and or we can do a furiro with, and the furiro usually have my furiro usually have. I don't want to say everything in it because some people are allergic to shrimp, some people are allergic, some people don't like chicken. Some people um, don't like chicken. That's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people don't like. <laughs> I'm sorry for you guys. Ah, no. I'm like, you know what? They're, they're, they're You're missing out. They came a time in my life too when I saw what how chicken come through, and I was like, ah. Look, I didn't eat chicken for two days. That was it. I couldn't do it any longer. <laughs> After two days, I was like, you know what? It, it is what it is. Cool. I'm gonna kill somebody. So. Um, <laughs> You know, right. Let me see. What do we have on there? My fried rice is like no other. So the thing is, I'm not gonna do fried rice. So because, you don't wanna no, do jollof rice versus fried rice to see who who wins. Nah, man. Jollof rice is too different. I can't. I can't. Um, I can't supplement my jollof rice because my jollof rice comes with I mean my, my jollof rice my fried rice comes with um huge shrimps a lot of seafood like okay the crabs the lobsters so I, I can't supplement that but so that's why I said I'm not even gonna put fried uh, rice in there I see 
Yeah. And then again, who am I really cooking for? Depending on, it's people that come early though. I mean, yeah, else you're not gonna late. get oh, food yeah. at 9 p.m. No, no, it's the early birds. Yeah. It's gonna watch me, watch me cook and watch me, and then and then enjoy the food. Like actually make it. You know, like when you go to Benihana's. Yeah, mm. that kind of experience. Like you're gonna see mm. the food being cooked. I want to, yeah, I want them to have the experience so that they can also take learn. notes. Yeah, take they notes, take guys. Because <laughs> they be asking, how do you make all this food? I'm like, come and find out. <laughs> yeah, watch Niger bites. Niger bites right now is in uh, all of Africa. Yeah. Unless they get the um the app. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Niger Bytes. Actually, go to the Eventbrite app or website and type in Play Fashion Show. And when you scroll all the way down, you're going to see one of the episodes from Niger Bytes. So, yes, everything is accessible to you now. Yeah. Yeah. So, early birds, you got to come at 6 p.m. And that's when that's dinner time. So don't go, don't go anywhere. Don't try and say, let me go get this drive through, drive, drive through to the venue, and then Mm. you can can eat. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because I don't, I don't like to cook a lot of food, especially if I don't have the help. I I like to cook fresh and make sure that everybody enjoys the experience. Uh huh. Yeah, I love it. So that's what I want to give on that day. Everyone to enjoy the experience of, but whoever's interested, though, yeah, to come and watch me do my thing. All jollof rice are not the same. That's true. <laughs> Tell people why jollof rice. This the people think jollof rice is like one meal. Like it's like one. I mean, it is one meal, but the way it's cooked, I can go to five different house parties and eat di- five different types of jollof rice. Yep, yep, you got that right. <laughs> you have that right because everybody makes it so differently. People, yeah. Some people think um, as long as the rice is orange, or as long as the rice is, so they put tomato paste and all this. Uh, oh, you understand? So uh, <laughs> I feel like you just had a cringe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. And, and growing up, I mean, some people put uh, what is that? You know how they'll they'll they'll, they'll cook the the meat. They'll cook the meat and then they'll take the broth from the meat and make the jollof rice some people do that and, and i just realized that is that the way to do uh, it no not really that's the way many people have done it so it's the that's actual the way many people have done it so it's the meat water that you make not me okay so <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that no no okay i don't do that um, I, I, that's not the way i make mine mine is you know it's really really in the the tomatoes the um the, um, maybe one habanero. That's if, 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 because a lot of you, you put a lot of habanero. And you yeah. can't even enjoy the process. Yeah, it starts to get a little hot. Going hot. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what makes mine different um, is actually in the, in the vegetable. Okay. That I used to make it and the whole process of um, making sure that when the vegetables blended, there's a certain amount of onions you need to put in there, there's a certain amount of um, red pepper, red bell pepper you need to put in there, a certain amount of um, tomatoes that you need to put there, and a certain, a 
certain type of tomato paste that you need to put maybe a spoon or two in there, the blending, and then the type of oil that you use to um, now fry those um, those blended peppers. Uh-huh. And the amount of time that you give it to actually just all come together till there's really no more water in it, till the water is dried out. So it's a process. I learned mine because I love jello fry so much. I literally learned mine from... Um, I, I took some from my mom and then my pastor's wife back in those days. She's from Sierra Leone. I hear so, they got one of the best jollof rice. Yes, in, they do. Yeah. They do. They do. I mean, so, it's not yeah. a Ghana jollof, Nigeria jollof. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. Ah. <laughs> no, this is just my jollof. Um, right. Yeah, Sierra Leone, they're really. I heard that they're very good, but the thing is, at that time, I didn't know, I didn't know that jollof rice was even made differently until um, she would come and visit from London, and she would now cook for Thanksgiving, and I just noticed that, my God, every spoon in my mouth was just hitting the side of my cheeks, like, ooh, I'm like, what? Okay. You know, Thanksgiving she'll cook, Christmas she'll cook, and that jollof rice just always remained consistent. I was like, oh no, I gotta learn this. Wow. I gotta learn this, and and you know, in learning and everything, I just eventually just put my own little tweak in it, and it's been fantastic, and it is what it is. That's what's Love up. It. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. So everybody, you guys are gonna have a cosmopolitan dish. <laughs> On um <laughs> on the twenty seventh, so be there. You know, stay tuned to each and every other episode coming up every day of this week and every other week of this month because we have a lot of information to give out and start checking out for the posts because there's a lot of posts that's gonna start coming out on Play Inc online. And um, actually, before I even close this. Let them know where they can find you. I know you already talked about Facebook group in the beginning, but where can they reach out to you on Instagram, website, Facebook? Um, um, on Instagram is Rashida Omalade Sule, and that's R-A-S-H-E-E-D-A. Omalade is spelled O-M-O-L-A-D-E, and Sule is S-U-L-E. All of that, and um, in one word, you'll see my, um, my face shot there. Um, that's Instagram. And then on Facebook, same thing. Rashida Omalade Sule. Um, the MLT groups, the coaching groups, that's a, that's more of a private group. So whoever's interested in, you know, being a part of learning the branding, the how to coach and all of that, um, this coming Monday, we're going to start this coming Monday, we're going to finish on Friday. Okay. That are interested in getting into that private group can actually email me at Rashida R-A-S-H-E-E-D-A at um, MarriedLet'sTalk.com MarriedLet'sTalk M-A-R-R-I-E-D L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K dot com or AskRashida at gmail.com so that's another one of my real real personals nice A-S-K R-A-S-H-E-E-D-A-H at gmail.com. Give them. They can reach me 
over there. But another um, interesting thing that I wanted to also have them know before we go is the amazing um, gift back that you're also doing, where when they purchase a ticket, they also get a t-shirt with that. Yes. You know how you discounted the t-shirt that you're giving out before the day? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So definitely, it's a, it's a give back policy that we're trying to incorporate into every fashion show going forward, and it's very very um, insightful, and it's also a way of giving you an opportunity to experience what people are going to be wearing, because we don't want you to just be like, oh, okay, we don't know what this is. We want you to have one in your closet before coming out, so that you can experience and enjoy yourself. But there's only one way you can get that. And that's by getting the ticket first. Exactly. You made a little boo-boo over there. It's not going forward. It's just for this this launching that we're doing. Well, because you want them to be able to get the feel of it, take, get the material. You know, because material is amazing. Yes. And the t-shirts are amazing. And you can actually get them custom made if you want. So, because I don't want them to feel like if they miss this, um, lunch and they can get another t-shirt the next lunch. Oh, no, no, they're not. No, no, no. I was not it's saying going forward. No, no, no. I was not saying going forward like we're going to do this every time. This is a launch. So I just mean going forward, there's a culture we're going to start incorporating. There's a, there's something that we'll be doing that every time we bring this up, there's going to be something to look forward to. So in, ve- in the beginning, it wasn't like that. That's why I was like, we already have a policy in place. No, ah, no, now, abba. Before you know it, market go no. <laughs> market, market go lost. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, that's great. Okay, awesome. Definitely, we're gonna um keep in touch, and then you're gonna hear from Rashida again sometime on this episode segments. One day you're gonna see, and when you know what's happening, you're gonna hear talk a lot more about other stuff and. Yeah, this is just the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and then again, we forgot there's going to be a lot of music, a oh, lot yes. of fun and games, and then many of them also get to take pictures. We get to take pictures with them, all of that good stuff. So please yeah. come through, come out, come ready, come hungry. Please. Come hungry. <laughs> Don't eat that <Okay>? day. <laughs> no. Come hungry and all that good stuff. And we'll be looking forward to you guys coming through. Come on. We need to see all of you if you are in the ATL area. Come through. Come through. Exactly. If you're in ATL, come around. Come have fun. Come eat. Come mingle. Come have a great time. Great photos. Great videos. Great conversation. Great photo shoots. Great runway. Great everything. By the time you're done, you'll be wondering where to go after the party. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh yes, it's gonna be nice, it's gonna be nice. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, somebody is probably gonna ask these questions. So let me ask it for them. So that we can answer the question for them. Is there gonna be drinks? Oh yeah, they're gonna be drinks. Um not necessarily liquor drink. You understand? There's gonna be um the regular drinks that we have, you know, sodas, juice, waters, all of that. Right. But we're gonna also have um, maybe some wine. You know, we wanna make it something nice and sweet. Something I know a lot of men don't drink. They don't drink sweet wine, but I'm not talking about wine like that. But there right. will be there will be wine. We just don't want people getting drunk or nothing. They're not 
Right, because I know one person who's coming with his wife, they're, they're a couple, and I was just thinking too, because this question comes up, and I was like, let's let's see what we, we give them as feedback information so that they know, okay, what are they expecting? Are they expecting to come in, you know, hungry and ready to drink up, or is it a networking event? But at the same time, come casual, come ready to have fun, mingle. It's a Friday. Don't come yeah. looking all official trying to sign up for something. You, there's no sign up. <laughs> Just come as you are. Come as you are. Buy your ticket though. <laughs> yeah, get your ticket first. Buy your ticket. All right. Thank you so much, Rashida, for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Right. Guys, you heard it all. You have heard it all. It is time for. The play fashion show to kick off so i'm excited see you guys soon watch out for the episode coming up tomorrow bye-bye